Welcome back to I See You God podcast. I'm Jen Stetsman with my friend Mare. And if you're joining us, we are so thankful to have you here with us as we continue to walk towards the Lord, to see him, and just to experience him. Mm -hmm. So how are you doing, Mare? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Good. What are you you making? What are you making for dinner tonight? Um, needs need some help. <laughs> Me too. I have a pound of ground round. Okay. All out. That's all. That's where I'm at. And I and I it has to be a one pot. Quick. Got to get to youth group. I'll have like thirty minutes to cook. So I'm thinking it's going to be something amazing, like mm-hmm. a can of cream of mushroom soup mm-hmm. and some noodles and some little green peas and corn yeah. or something like that. Yeah, that sounds that sounds incredible to and me. Tell the kids it would be a hamburger surprise. Do you have any <laughs> um, potato chips? Yeah, I because do. when I make stuff like that, I like to crush potato chips and throw it on top. I've so literally never done that in my whole life. You should. I mean, <laughs> but I just. I think I've seen that. It's just like a little, (laughs) it's just like a little crisp on top. I love it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, or you can just like do a handful and throw it on top. See if you like it. And if you like it, I mean, well, there's nothing not to like about potato chips. (laughs) I know. I know. I just love the crunch with the casserole. Like it's, yeah. Okay. It'd be, it'd be kind of like taking like Ritz crackers and butter and putting on top and like broiling it, you know, making it. Oh yeah. 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 Which is not a bad idea either. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You could do that too. Huh? I feel like it just adds a little, a little something extra. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That would be like hamburger surprise with yeah. Special. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like top tier. (laughs) Send me a picture if you do it. I will. What are you doing? I've got two pounds of hamburger thawing and I'm just thinking spaghetti because I opened a big jar of spaghetti sauce for pizza on Friday because I didn't have any pizza sauce. So I'm like, I just need to use that. So it doesn't matter. Oh yeah. Do that. I I do have some Caesar salad. So. Oh yeah. I made spaghetti a few nights ago only because you had mentioned that you thought Mm -hmm. you were going to make spaghetti. And I was like, oh, that sounds good. (laughs) So it's, it's a spaghetti. So something my whole family loves it it yeah. fills the boy it fills the boys up it's easy easily, it's so, filling yeah. it's good leftover if there's mm-hmm. any leftover like there's nothing not to love about spaghetti maybe i'll put potato chips on top of it okay do it <laughs> send me a pic i don't know about that i don't know about that but the cream mushroom peas gotta be a midwest up. thing yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. A- that's, that's not a thing i've never heard that maybe okay. maybe it is thing okay let's get to our quote all right all right so Elizabeth Elliot's quote says, how can we bring joy to God's heart by receiving every last thing as from his hand sent by his grace and seeing in it your gateway to joy, your joy and his joy. Man, I love that so much because yeah, so much of scripture, even though we might fight against it, um, God's like, I you'll be shocked at the joy on the other side. You know, if you'll surrender here or if you'll obey, if you'll walk in my statutes, if you'll align yourself with my word, you'll be shocked at the joy and the content you feel. But then it adds your joy and his joy. So the verse that goes with it is Colossians 1.10, but I actually want to read a little bit more than just 1.10. I'm going to start in 9 and read down. So nine says, so we have not stopped praying for you since we first heard about you. We ask God to give you complete knowledge of his will 
and to give you spiritual wisdom and understanding. Then, so after you get the wisdom and the understanding, <laughs> then the Lord, the way you live will always honor and please the Lord. And your lives will produce every kind of good fruit. All the while you will grow as you learn to know God better and better. We also pray that you'll be strengthened with all his glorious power. So you will have all the endurance and patience you need. May you be filled with joy. Always thanking the father. He has enabled you to share in the inheritance that belongs to his people who live in the light. Mm -hmm. For he has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of of his dear son who purchased our freedom mm. and forgave our sins. Thank you, Jesus. That's incredible. So mm. this is a, this is a hard topic because we're talking about pleasing God. And she talks, how do you bring joy to God's heart? Um, this isn't a matter of salvation. We're not earning salvation here. You, once you're justified and you've been saved and Christ is standing for you, that is it. It is finished. Jesus said that on the cross, it is finished, but our mm. sanctification is a different thing. So mm -hmm. When we walk in, um, in the wisdom and the knowledge of his will, and we walk in his will, it is pleasing to God. Mm -hmm. But before that, it's very joy filling for us as his children. So if you're not a Christian, it feels like a heavy weight, mm. you know, you're it's, and I've seen that I've seen friends of mine think that they're saved, but they're not. And they're like white knuckling life and trying to obey, but there's no joy in it. But as a child of God and someone who's been saved and born again, when we walk in alignment with God's word, it, even though we might think and, and fight a little bit and be rebellious, but when we surrender and do that and walk in obedience, it is so pleasing to us and our heart and the joy is overflowing. And it also brings God joy. Do Are we earning our salvation? No. Are we mm -hmm. earning love? No, because he has poured out his love. Even when we are in our darkest, worst sin and most rebellion, he is pouring his love out. But the fact that in our obedience, we can bring him joy and please him. I love that. But no, we're not earning salvation in it. We're not right. earning love. He doesn't love us more based on what we do or don't do. But mm -hmm. there is something that happens when we as Christians align with God's word, how it changes us, but also it pleases God. It pleases God for him to see us walk in that surrender and obedience mm -hmm. because it is bringing us so much joy. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a really cool thing. Um, yeah. In my study of Bible, it says, although Christians are completely justified from the moment of initial saving faith, mm -hmm. they are not fully sanctified and they can do things they that either please or displease God each day. Mm. Mm. So yeah. like I said before, it's not, we're not talking about a matter of salvation here. So. But living fully into it, mm -hmm. you know, more like living into it. And I've always, um, I just finished, I told you about uh, the book uh, by Granger Smith. Mm -hmm. I just downloaded um, it today. Okay. It's so good like a river. So it's about, it's about the loss of their son, tragic loss of their son and his, basically his, his walk to salvation through it. It's just a beautiful story. Um, but he talked at the end about this joy, you know, and, um, he was talking about, and I've heard other people talk about this too, and it makes a lot of sense. You know, we think we talk about, or we think about our feelings and our emotions and, you know, those are so much 
based on our circumstances and what's happening around us. But this joy, like this joy in the Lord, it's completely different. And it it can still be there even when we are like in the lowest of lows, which seems like to somebody who's not a believer and who doesn't have Jesus in them, who doesn't have the Holy Spirit in them. Um, like this just doesn't, it just seems impossible. It doesn't make any sense, but when you've got it, you know it and you feel it. And, um, it is possible to go through every, every twist and turn and valley and hill, um, you know, mountaintop experience in life with God, with joy, with his joy. And I love what she says there about your gateway to joy. There's a, to me, to me, I feel like it's like a bridge. Like I'm seeing like a bridge in my head or like a rainbow bridge, like from me to God and being able to like share that. And I just love that. Um, and to think that we can bring joy to God's heart. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't, that's not something, that's not something I like dwell on and I want to more now. Like, how can I bring God joy today? Yeah. And how can I use the, you know, like we've talked about last week, what we get from him, what he pours into us that we can pour out to others and, and just feed off of that, that source, the source, the only source of joy, true joy. Yeah. I love the visual to the gateway to joy. And I think I shared one of my favorite quotes of hers before too, of so much of our so-called suffering is delayed obedience. Mm. And often in our delayed obedience to God's word. And we're, we're like, we are suffering, but it's self-induced, you know, like we are struggling, whether let's just use one example of we're not willing to forgive someone who hurt us and we're just doing Mm -hmm. it and it hurts. It's, and God's saying, you must forgive as I have forgiven you. Like, it's not an option. It is not a choice. You must do it. And when you finally do it, there's the gateway, you know, it's, um, he's not telling us to do these things to be, you know, a militant father. It's Put his thumb on he, us. Yeah. Yes. He created us. He knows exactly what the gateway to joy is. And right. it is obedience to him, to our father, to our creator. And it's, that's it. It's mm-hmm. we're under him. And in that obedience, we will be most satisfied. And in that we will have joy. The joy, right. returns, the peace returns. Mm-hmm. It's not like the worldly happiness, you know, but it's like just right. this joy. It's this contentment. Right. Contentment. That's the great word for it, I think. And peace, peace. too. So. <laughs> yeah. That's it all, it all it all it all goes like, together. Yeah. Peace. And when you you're just talking can't about explain. Yeah. When you're talking about going through, you know, all the ups and downs and the hardships and none of us, there's not a single one of us that's going to escape suffering mm-hmm. on the, in the fallen world. I love thinking when you're talking about in the Psalms, when you read the Psalms and David, he will lament, like he will just write mm-hmm. painful, but then he always ends in, but my hope is in you, God, you right. are my, he repeats so my many joy times, and my oh, salvation. Yeah. You are my salvation. You are my rock. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my dearest friends lost her husband last summer and I would read the Psalms to her and I was like, oh my gosh, he repeats. You are my salvation. You are my hope. You are my rock. You are my refuge over and over and over again. Even after he would spend an entire Psalm lamenting, hurting, suffering, fearful, but then he comes back to, but God, you are my hope, not this situation I'm in you. Mm -hmm. And that's what we need to remember. It doesn't mean we're not going to grieve. It doesn't mean we're not going to mourn. It doesn't mean we're going to suffer. 
I mean, Jesus did. I mean, there's, oh, no, I know. there's nothing that we are, we go through that that's yeah. what, you know, he was fully human. He experienced yeah. it all, yeah. all those yeah. feelings, mm-hmm. all the emotions. Yeah. And but, if any of you are in a church where they're proclaiming the prosperity gospel, that you come to mm-hmm. God and life is going to be easy <laughs> or that you're going to get worldly things, you are not, they're not preaching the word. No. So no. Uh, we are just told all through the word that we are going to suffer, but that God will mm-hmm. be with us. Right. So it's, yeah. So our gateway to joy. I just love that. But it's also, I love how she says receiving every least, every least thing, least thing. Yeah. As from his hand. Did I say last thing? You said last, but yes. Thanks. I'm glad. Last or I mean, last works too. Yeah. Every least thing. Yes. The tiniest. Yeah. And realizing too, even though if it might be self-induced suffering, he is mm-hmm. allowing us to have a consequence mm-hmm. that we need to accept right. from his hand. He is bringing us back. That's what discipline is for. He is bringing us mm-hmm. back to his heart, to mm-hmm. align with his word. It's the gateway to joy mm-hmm. and we can receive it. That's the, I had Maria, my daughter's a painter, but I, in her book, which is one of my, my favorite book besides the Bible is suffering is never for nothing by Mm -hmm. Elizabeth Elliot. It's actually not a book she wrote. It's a conference she did. And one of her granddaughters took all of her talks and put it into book form. So it's just like her spoken word into a book, but she Mm -hmm. talks about um, acceptance, accepting Hmm. the hard, but she says, you can say, yes, Lord, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. And this is coming, you know, from a woman who has suffered greatly so much. So, so I, I yeah. So I had my daughter write in two different places in the kitchen. Yes, Lord. And I just look at it. Yes, Lord. I can. I, yes, Lord. I'll take this. Mm-hmm. Whatever mm-hmm. it is, because that is my gateway to joy. Right. If I fight and I have fought, I have fought the Lord so much in life on things, accepting the road he has for me, accepting the hard, accepting my consequences. Um, I have fought him and I've made it so much worse. Oh, sure. I have too. (laughs) Those were not the prettiest seasons. Definitely not the most joy filled. No. No. And in Mm -hmm. fighting him, I end up miserable. I'm miserable fighting against God. But then when I accept it, yes. But when you accept it, that's the gateway to joy. I just love that. I love that so much. Mm-hmm. I was thinking um, in response to what she said there too, I was like wrote some notes. What did I say? If we truly consider every good gift we have um, and, and everything that we take for granted on a daily basis, I really started trying to pray that way. God help me to see and accept, you know, all the things and give you thanks for all the things, all the things that we take for granted on a daily basis. I mean, cause there's just so many, there's just so many gifts every day and we give thanks to God for them all. It would be impossible not to feel the joy of God. And then the closer we are to him, the more we know him, the more he knows us and the more we can feel his joy and delight in us too. Um, yeah, it all goes back to that relationship and that time but together. It, yeah, I mean, it just kind of all goes together. Mm-hmm. So that's the beauty of God's word from beginning to end. It's mm-hmm. the most beautiful love story and it all ties together from the very mm-hmm. beginning of Genesis 1. It's pointing to Christ from the mm-hmm. very beginning. All mm-hmm. of it is in there for that purpose. And so 
it's a gift to think and study and read it all and will only ignite our hearts to worship him more mm-hmm. as we can read and know God more. So that's so true. The more, the more we're with him, the more we want to be, mm-hmm. the more you read, the more you're going to want to, it really just, you get, there's a hunger that starts mm-hmm. once yeah. you start digging in. The last part of the scripture I read, um, for he has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son who purchased our freedom and forgave our sins. So it's, you know, coming back to the gospel that Jesus is the one that purchased our freedom. He rescued us Mm -hmm. from darkness to light. That is enough to say yes, Lord, to everything and anything that is offered to us in life. Right. Knowing our hope isn't here. We're not going to grab onto that American dream of easy life, healthy life, perfect marriage, <laughs> perfect family, because that's mm-hmm. too disappointing. There's God wants so much more for us with him. Right. So right. He, yes, he has purchased our freedom. We can say yes, we can learn. He wants to meet us right there mm-hmm. when we open our hands and surrender and accept it all. So those of you that haven't done that, because there's a large part of my Christian life where I didn't understand that and didn't do that. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't have said this out loud, but by the way I responded in life, I reacted as if suffering meant absence of God, Mm -hmm. ship, you know, distance from God, or Mm -hmm. you might start to pray more in the midst of suffering, but also you're mad, you know, like why, why me, why this, um, right. We're missing the point there. You know, it's. No, it's, it, it's, first of all, it's, we we were never promised anything else. Right. And it's, in, and it's in that place that God wants to do his, his greatest work. So mm-hmm. we can say, yes, Lord, meet me here. Mm-hmm. But for those of you that aren't used to doing that, I encourage you to start saying in the day, yes, Lord, I'll take it. Meet me here. I'm not going to live with bitterness. I'm not going to be jaded. I'm not going to live as if I'm entitled to this easy, perfect life, the American dream. Um, I know. Well, and if, you know, if everything was perfect and easy, then we would have, you know, seemingly, seemingly no need for him. I feel like he uses these hard moments and the suffering to draw us closer to him and help us help us see how much we do rely on him. Obviously, regardless, we do rely on him, but it's so easy to forget that when we're on the mountaintop Mm -hmm. or when, Mm -hmm. you know, life is easy. And so if we can use those hard times to, to truly help us draw closer to him and then not forget him too, when we're, when life is good, I want to, I'm trying, I'm really been convicted lately about doing more of that. Like our preacher talked about that Sunday, you know, praising him when things are good or praying when things are good and thanking him for when things are, are good, you know, just for every little thing, for every least thing. Absolutely. That's so important. I've heard missionaries say that have come over to America. How are you guys Christians here? Mm, Like life is so comfortable and easy. And we forget that all over the world, there's people living in such desperation every moment for their every need with the Lord that they, they walk in such an intimacy with him and we get so self-sufficient and when things are going good or going easy, we're just doing our own thing, almost living as if we're providing for ourselves, not realizing that every <laughs> breath we have is from God. Exactly. We don't, we, we don't breathe unless God says breathe. Right. You know, right. But right. we, we, we live as if 
we're doing it. So yeah. these missionaries were saying it'd be so hard to have this relationship with God living here in this kind mm-hmm. of ease. So we must fight for it. Right. And it's worth it. So. So true. Yeah. So thanks for being with us today. Yeah. Thank you. We hope that you will continue to take a walk, uh, a walk, take a step. <laughs> Do that too. <laughs> yeah. And walk, just keep walking step <laughs> after step and look for the Lord. See him take the time, slow down, be quiet. Mm-hmm. God is always speaking to us. Will mm-hmm. you be quiet enough to hear him? May his voice be the loudest voice you hear. And I pray that you Amen. see him. I pray we see him there. Yeah. And um, we'll catch up with you next week. All right. Y'all All take right. care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.